You're listening to the Girl Next Door podcast. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Erica. We're two next door neighbors who love a good chat and a good cocktail. We're inviting you to come on in, have a drink, and stay a while. Hey, neighbor. Hey, neighbor. As we've mentioned in many episodes, we are both huge bookworms, and reading is an important part of both of our lives. So today's episode is all about our reading habits and what we love to read. But first, a cocktail. I have a lovely little cocktail for us. I am calling this the Neighborly Elvis. I love it. <laughs> I'm, really, I love it. I'm really proud of the name. So this is actually the Elvis cocktail from Bon Appetit. Um, it has grapefruit juice, gin, St. Germain, which is a new liqueur for mm-hmm. me. I picked mm-hmm. up a new bottle. It's an elderflower liqueur. I, I've seen it in cocktails before yes. and I just haven't had it. It smells delicious. The bottle's pretty. Yeah. So grapefruit juice, gin, St. Germain. Um, it, and then it's topped with IPA and a twist of grapefruit. But the neighborly part is not just because we're neighbors, uh-huh. but because I needed grapefruit juice and I couldn't find it in a suitable quantity you know, right. that only comes right. in huge at the grocery store. Yes. Okay. Well, I had just taken this walk in our neighborhood and on the street kind of north of our neighborhood, these all these yes. citrus trees. So that gave me the idea of like, I mean, I should just get some free grapefruit. Yeah. So Everyone's was, trying to get rid of some yeah. this time of year. So I was actually planning to go and like harvest some <laughs> for myself. But then on our next door group, someone posted, hey, I've got tons of grapefruit. Nice. So I got them legitimately, but I did get them from <laughs> You didn't just neighbor. like poach them from yes. somebody's tree. But I was going to. <laughs> I was not above it. <laughs> no. Um, now, is this did Bon Appetit say, did Elvis like this drink? Is this a it drink say. of choice? I'm still, I need to look into that a little mm-hmm. bit more. So I'm not sure. I feel like that makes it cooler if it is. Yeah, I hope I hope so. <laughs> I feel like so, you would. Yeah, sure. <laughs> All right, cheers. Cheers. Oh, interesting. Mm. Has that IPA floating on the yeah. top? Yeah, and I love IPA with like citrus and herbal i mean that's what's yes. in an ipa too so that is yeah. really good and this was actually a, like a tangerine ipa so mm. it's even a little mm-hmm. more citrusy mm. i like I that i gotta try that again i'm so thirsty too and i feel like it's like super refreshing and i'm just mm. gonna gulp it and be kind of giggly yes oh and i have to give um a shout out to jill friend of the podcast who gifted mm-hmm. me a lovely bottle of gin for my birthday what and a that's, great present i know and that's the gin that we're using and oh man I think it is. Yeah, what is that? Good gin? things. Oh gosh, now I What's forget. We'll link to it. I'll link to it okay. in the show Sorry, notes. Sorry, didn't mean to put you. And, on and the now spot. I and now I can't remember. But it's a beautiful bottle anyway, as well. Yeah, I've, I feel very fancy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, let's let's get into these cocktails and let's get into books and reading. Um, first of all, a disclaimer, I feel like we could talk about this for four hours yes. easily. Yeah. And I feel like we're going to talk about favorite books and all these things. And I'm going to remember over the next two weeks, all these books mm-hmm. I did not mention. Mm-hmm. So we definitely are having to pick and choose like the favorites yes. and not mention all of and them. And we will definitely link to all of the ones mm-hmm. that we do mention. And then I think we'll just add like an addendum in the show notes. For oh sure. yeah, we thought about these ones too yes. and forgot to say that. And a them, great so. place for people to comment and mm-hmm. share their recommendations. Okay, but let's start. So what what memories do you have okay. of reading growing up? Well, first I have to say that Vanessa is starting reading like oh, on her own wow. this oh, week, so, literally. Really? It's that so is timely. So cool. And it oh, is I mean, it was as a kindergarten teacher, even like my very favorite thing when you just see the oh, light bulb go off. Just like magic it yeah. must be. And like we went to the library and she's picking out her own little like emergent wow. reader books and keeping them in her room. And it is just it's seriously magic. That I so cool. read one book, it was like a Dr. Seuss book. We were at the library mm-hmm. one time. We didn't work on any of the words, nothing. Mm-hmm. And then I'm giving julia a bath and all of a sudden she's like sitting on her bed reading jeremiah the book like with expression and everything oh my gosh and i mean definitely still like decoding words and stuff but reading like beginning reading big time and it is just like the coolest thing she'll even go back and reread a sentence like if it didn't really make Mm -hmm. sense to her and it is just i'm trying not to like overwhelm her with how excited i am she's like i mean don't be weird of course i know how to read now (laughs) right so but it is just super exciting so that's a side note but very cool um yeah i just get it so excited because i feel like all of the memories revolve around books for Mm -hmm. me like especially childhood um i was definitely reading before kindergarten Mm -hmm. i remember vividly like cornering aunts and uncles and random adults at birthday parties and making them you know hear me read and (laughs) Being little, like, 
I think my mom said I was like barely four. Wow. I was re- like, I just was That's really that cool. kid who picked yeah. it up really quick. So I don't really ever remember not reading mm-hmm. or like the process of learning to read. Yeah. I just always have memories of reading. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I just like, I loved listening to books. Like I distinctly remember sitting on the carpet um, and my first grade teacher, you know, you're sitting like at their feet mm-hmm. level, which yeah. is just a view you don't get anymore. Yes. yes. And you're kind of zoning out to whatever book they're reading. And I just remember thinking her shoes looked exactly like Thin Mints. <laughs> She had these like black flats and they just like, it made me want Thin Mints yes. every single time. Every like, time. So this was like a daily Yeah. Occurrence. So like every, I literally, there are certain like childhood stories I will hear and, and I taste thin mints, thin mints in my mouth. Like Interesting. it makes me crave them. That is how much these shoes look oh like Thin gosh. Mints. So anyway, that's just such a weird thing, but that, that always really funny. stuck with me. Um, even in like upper grades, I remember like I had a few teachers that would read when we come in from recess, like we just kind of have the light flow and yeah. like calm down yeah. for a couple minutes before we get into it. And it was just my very favorite part of the day. Mm-hmm. Like no matter how old I was. Yes. Um, <clears throat> I remember reading the Polar Express to my brother Oh. and thinking it was just the coolest thing. Yeah. We weren't really into Santa in our house. And mm-hmm. so it was just like this magical, yeah. like look at this magic Santa yeah. business. Yeah. And <laughs> just felt like I was showing him this amazing world. Yeah. Um, I remember Babysitter's Club, like Ooh, yeah. giant library halls of all of yes. the Babysitter Club books. Yes. Um, and then just like thinking through this, I didn't even realize how much like middle school, I just had some amazing um, like English and language arts teachers, mm-hmm. I feel like throughout mm-hmm. my schooling. Mm-hmm. But I remember reading Romeo and Juliet in eighth grade English mm-hmm. and feeling like I was so grown up. Yeah. Like I didn't understand probably half of what was going on, but I was like, this is, I mean, I have made it. I am reading Romeo and Juliet. (laughs) And then um, Anne Frank, Diary of a Young Girl, Mm -hmm. we read in middle school. And Mm -hmm. that just like blew my mind because that was obviously the first like in-depth exposure I'd really had to the Holocaust. And so just that was crazy to me. And we read um, Night by Mm -hmm. Elie Wiesel. Mm -hmm. And then in high school, like To Kill a Mockingbird and The Awakening Mm -hmm. and just just some books that I feel like really started to add to my thinking about yeah. things like racism and feminism and right. just like, mm-hmm. you like know, and for the first time, the world. yeah. And for the first time, maybe thinking like, oh, there are other ways of looking at that mm-hmm. maybe than just like what I grew up with mm-hmm. or, you know, mm-hmm. so just thinking that books had a big impact on that. Yeah. So. Oh, How about you? So, so many great things yes. as you're talking, it reminded me of so many different things. So yeah, just, so just kind of like a collection of things. So first of all, um, my mom loves to read as an avid reader. So that mm-hmm. was definitely like an example that I had um, in in my house. And then she loved to take us to the library. Mm-hmm. So like my love of the library was definitely started early, <laughs> like story early. times and yes. all of that. Um, gosh, I just, I remember so many different books from my childhood. Is um, And you know, actually I hadn't remember this until you reminded me. I have a memory of the very first book like realizing that I could read and oh, it that's is awesome. the Dr. Seuss Hop on Pop. Yes. And I believe we got it from the library and I just I think it was one that I like to check out. Like mm-hmm. I feel like I checked it out before that's kind of what I have a memory of and that I just kind of feel like I remember just like kind of looking at the pages and suddenly realizing like oh my gosh like this makes sense to me mm-hmm. like I can read these. So mm-hmm. I just I I really have a memory of that. Um in addition to reading lots of books, I have really great memories of reading Rainbow, that television oh, show. Yes. Oh, yes. So yes, such great. a great show. And there are still books that I think, you know, because they would show them and kind of just pan yeah, across. Yeah, they do like a book talk kind yeah. of. Oh, remember how they like kinda, when they read them? Yeah, well, they yeah. read them and they'd kind of pan across. Yeah. And so it's almost like you're watching it, but yes. it's just the book. And there are just still books that I'll come across now as I'm getting them for the boys. Mm-hmm. And I have still such vivid memories mm-hmm. of them on reading Rainbow, mm-hmm. you know? So that was just... That was a great show. Yeah, that was a great show. Um, I definitely remember the first like series that I got into was The Babysitter mm-hmm. Club. Maybe not the very first. I mean, I maybe remember reading a couple of the boxcar children. Mm-hmm. And I loved those scenarios where it was um, like they were like survival because yes. I don't do we talk about like I love to just go we had a really huge backyard yes. and like play in the old barn mm-hmm. and like pretend like I was on a desert island yeah and so like hatchet 
yeah you know or he's like in that plane crash and he has to survive like island of the blue dolphins Mm -hmm. i just remember all of these like books kind of with mm-hmm. that theme that I like. But anyway, I definitely remember reading The Babysitter Club. And you know, I have a memory about reading those two where I had finally read enough and I started getting so, I'm sure everyone did, like so annoyed with that like second chapter exposition yes. where they go through every character. Yes. And I just remember like maybe one of the first memories of like my critical, like yeah. my literary criticism where I'm like, this is so boring. Why do you put it in the same way every yeah. single time? Yeah, there could be another way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, and then, yeah, as I got a little bit older, a few, um, I, I just, I, I do remember just having really amazing like language arts and literature mm-hmm. teachers, especially in middle school and high school. Mm-hmm. And a, a, just a couple of books that really stand out for me are The Giver and The Great Gatsby. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just remember that those were two books that then when we did like the discussions about the books, yes. I just remember like talking about the symbolism and like in our discussions, yeah. realizing that there was like so much more mm-hmm. to get out of it and just thinking like how cool that was. Yeah. And like, I remember saying like I was in college. Yeah. Yes. Like just like, like so oh, grown yeah, up. We're like, uh-huh. we're, we're understanding this book. We're like breaking <laughs> totally. it down. Um, and yeah, and another interesting memory I have about that is in The Giver, which we just reread, was it just last mm-hmm. year in book club? Mm-hmm. Um, so that was a book that I had loved reading at the time, and then I reread it as an adult. And so the the ending, when I, I just, I remember very clearly reading it in middle school, and at the ending, it, you know, what it says is that, you know, he's run away and that they find this like warm, cozy house at Christmas time to mm-hmm. like go to. And I was like, what a lovely ending. Mm -hmm. And then I remember our teacher being like, and obviously he died at the end. (laughs) And I was like, what? World (laughs) of rock. Like, I am just so like gullible. That would never have. And I still am convinced that he made it to that house. He did not die. he made it into Christmas time. (laughs) But even just to like, for that to be a possibility and like how dark that was. Yeah. Like starting to be exposed to um, things like that. Mm -hmm. So I I just. No, I was even looking through. I'm like, what were the books? Like thinking through and looking through like Goodreads, like list of high school books typically read just to like jog Mm -hmm. my memory. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, Man, these are some heavy books. Yeah, like, they really are. I'm glad. Like, I'm I glad mean, I read Lord those kind of, of books. Flies, the kid. Yeah. Holy cow. Yeah. Just That's intense. intense. <laughs> um, okay. So anyway, man, that's just, and like, the more I talk about it, the more I think about it. But okay. So what kind of books in general do you think that you gravitate towards? Okay. I think generally fiction. Mm-hmm. Um, I have, I really love historical fiction and I, I really do date back like to that reading of Anne Frank and yeah. night where I just like am fascinated by world yeah. war two and the Holocaust. And I mean, it sounds awful to like mm-hmm. love Holocaust books, mm-hmm. but I just am so fascinated by that time period yeah. and how yeah. that could even happen and right. how we, I don't know. I just feel like I kind of need to keep reading mm-hmm. about that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I tend to gravitate towards those. Um, definitely strong, interesting female characters mm-hmm. tend to grab me mm-hmm. um, like complex and not too one dimensional. And yeah, Sometimes like the ro- more romantic books are like, mm-hmm. and I like that girl. I would right. not be friends with that girl. Yeah. <laughs> um, I do have, I do read some nonfiction and I have a very intentional um, reading for personal growth goal mm. this year for 2017. Oh. So it's one of my mini goals based mm-hmm. on my word forward about like mm-hmm. what kind of family we want to be go- mm-hmm. going forward, what kind of mom I'd like mm-hmm. to be in person. Um, so I made a syllabus for myself. I love it. <sighs> So nerdy. Oh my gosh. Okay. I haven't thought about that <laughs> word in a long time. I want a syllabus. Anyway, like, what would you call this reading list? I'm oh, like a syllabus. It. Yes. Um, of eight books for personal growth specifically mm. that I want to read this year. And I like have it spaced out. Like by this time mm-hmm. I want to have read these two mm-hmm. and whatever. So would you like to hear them? Yes. Okay. Oh my gosh. I'll course. link these two. It's just going to be a list of books. Yep. But I want to read Hands-Free Mama mm. and her new one, Only Love Today by mm. Rachel Macy Stafford, mm. with some books on parenting mm. and being present with your kids. Um, Belonging and Becoming, Creating a Thriving Family Culture mm. by Mark and Lisa Scandrett. These are ones I've kind of been hearing about and adding yeah. to my like Amazon wish list right. and stuff for a while, so I decided to make it a goal. Mm-hmm. Um, Chasing Slow. By Aaron mm, Lochner. Yeah, I've been hearing a lot about that. Um, this is Where You Belong, The Art and Science of Loving the Place You Live 
by Melody Warnick. Lots of talk about that one. Love Warrior by Glennon mm. Doyle Melton. 20 Things Adopted Kids Wish Their Adoptive Parents Knew mm-hmm. by Sherry Eldridge. And Essentialism by Ooh, Greg McCone. I want to read that too. However you say his name. Great list. And I like how it, yeah. it's like from, <clears throat> it's like from personal and mm-hmm. family and creativity mm-hmm. and great yeah, just like a, So that's my goal. I love it. Yeah. A personal syllabus. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So for me, definitely fiction as well for me. I do like to read nonfiction. It definitely has to be... Um, I just, I have to be so absorbed in the book I'm reading. Mm-hmm. So sometimes it's harder to do some, with nonfiction. Yeah, sometimes, sometimes it can be harder. I definitely have read just many amazing nonfiction books. And I love reading when I'm reading a great nonfiction book. I love the learning at the same time mm-hmm. that I'm like, you know, being entertained and escaping and whatever. Um, but for the most part, fiction. Um, for me, I need just great character development Mm -hmm. i I think i've kind of realized that over time and like over time in our book club kind of seeing what other people talk about and stuff Mm -hmm. but yeah i want to and i want to and i think that that goes to i think i realized that's what it was like i want to know the characters Mm -hmm. i don't like it when you're like held at arm's distance and Mm -hmm. you don't really get to know like what they're thinking and Mm -hmm. or you know you're just kind of getting to glimpse their life like i really like getting in there so i like that um I've talked about it on our book club. I love just beautiful writing. You yeah. know, it doesn't have to be, but those are the books yeah. that like stand out to me. It would just like just reading a sentence or how they put Grabs together mm-hmm. the words. It's just like, oh, like just something that I mm-hmm. enjoy. Definitely nothing too sad or too scary. Mm-hmm. Surprise. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I just, I sort of have a low tolerance for that. I, you know, I let, I want to be able to read about more difficult stuff. And I certainly have read several mm-hmm. books that take place during World War II and mm-hmm. things like that. Um, you know, I think that I can read some, but it's not like, like your go-to. Yeah. Yeah. If we're going to read it in book club, then like, okay, maybe I can get mm-hmm. on board. Sometimes I do skip those. Um, and I guess the other thing though, too, that, that sometimes I love is just, I don't know, something a little bit quirky or a yeah. little bit different. Like I- I'm thinking in particular, um, I loved Where'd You Go, Bernadette. Mm-hmm. And it's just quirky. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just different. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I really like something like that. Okay. Uh, oh, this is this is so tough. But how about the top five-ish okay. books that have impacted you in some way or like stayed with you? This is so hard. And this is where it really I is. just know I'm going to keep thinking of books. It really is. So, but. <laughs> okay. There's a couple that like for sure. Cold Tangerines by Shauna Nequist. Mm. I've talked about that one before. Mm-hmm. That's her first book mm-hmm. and still probably my favorite mm-hmm. of hers. Um, Traveling Mercies by Anne Lamott. Mm. Um, those two especially, I feel like, really impacted me faith-wise mm-hmm. um, and kind of like the kind of Christian I wanted to mm-hmm. be, where, which I felt like wasn't presented to me as a yeah. kid. Like there's another way to believe right. what you believe yeah. and that actually meshed much more with what I like believed personally and was mm-hmm. like, oh, I could, right. you know, that's, like exposed my exposed me to new ideas yeah. of the same belief yeah. i guess um the book thief yeah is just i don't that is just one for whatever reason maybe i read it at the right time mm-hmm. i know it's a popular one but i just was like blown away by that book mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. that is a that's a huge one the night circus oh I, that is just is, that magical is on my to two, me that is on my to read list because oh, so you talk so highly about it i feel like i want to make sure like i have time to like enjoy yeah. it and it is definitely like a it's quirky and it's mm. like nothing else i've ever read i guess that's why i really love it yeah um i don't even know how to explain it i just got completely lost in that mm. book and it just like was so satisfying to read like just very rich and creative and i don't know i just oh, really loved it's it on my to read um, the life changing magic of tidying up, I know is super cliche, but it really sticks with me in terms yeah. of like making decisions and decluttering mm-hmm. my house. And I feel like I do live differently as a result of mm. reading it. So I, I need to put it. that in there. Mm-hmm. Um, the war of art by Stephen oh, Pressfield mm-hmm. for anything creative, mm-hmm. um, just like a manifesto basically mm-hmm. on living a creative life that mm-hmm. really stuck with mm-hmm. me. Um, and then I feel like just from book clubs specifically, because yeah. these are like I was thinking like, okay, what have we read in the last like four years that I've been in book club that really stuck with me? The Handmaid's Tale mm. rocked my world because I had not read that in high school or college. That was a great one. Um, and I just really, really loved Serena. Yeah. I just really, I think you and I were maybe two of the only people that who even liked it. Read. But just like, again, getting lost in amazing 
interesting characters. Mm-hmm. The setting. I, I have never... I don't know that I've read a book where the setting was written so well, mm-hmm. where you just really felt like rich. you were like, there. Even as you're reminding me of the book, I'm thinking of the mountains and the yes. forest. And like the, the setting was and... itself mm-hmm. a main character, I yeah. feel like. And it w- that was just really impressive to me yes. to bring that alive in that way. Yes. And <clears throat> such an interesting book where um, the main character was evil. Yeah. But you still. It was like equal parts love, love and hate. Yeah. So intriguing and like complex. Great one. So that, I mean, there's nothing like profound life lessons in that book. It's just one where like, if I had to recommend just like a random, hey, you might really like this, Uh that would be it. Yeah. Oh, some great ones. Oh man, this is is so hard. I know. Okay. I don't know if my list is going to be five either, but here we go. Tried not to make it too, too long. Okay. Okay. So first of all, I do have to put the Harry Potter series on there. Just because I have yeah. reread those and I will continue to reread yeah. them. Um, mm-hmm. And actually, mm-hmm. uh, c- kind of cool experience with those. I think because my mom um, worked at a school, I think she had heard them recommended to her by a librarian um, that she knew. And this would have been in, mm-hmm. gosh like 2000 or any anyway i -hmm. think that um Mm -hmm. only three books were out at that time and so i started reading them in high school and and then was able Mm -hmm. to experience them being released and like the anticipating a new one coming out i went to Mm -hmm. a midnight release Mm -hmm. party at a local bookstore in austin for the fifth Mm -hmm. book i remember so vividly and it was so fun it was at Mm -hmm. this like local independent bookstore there was like a huge party they had a big inflatable movie screen they were one of the movies had come out by then so they were showing the movie yeah like the first um, one Mm -hmm. and just like you know lots of different stuff going on and then they had a harry Mm -hmm. potter lookalike handing out the books at midnight it was just amazing oh that's awesome Um, and then so in every (laughs) single one after that you know waiting for it like finding a place to get it at midnight yeah and like, really, that's kind of historic yes. in terms of like literature. Oh like that is a classic that will go down that you were there for when they were coming out. Yes, you know? exactly. Mm-hmm. So, um, so that was just so amazing. So those are always going to stay with me. And I do feel like I just have really great memories of them. Okay. So here are some other ones. Oh, okay. So one is East of Eden by John Steinbeck. Okay. And I have to put this on the list because I, I feel like, you know, I've, I've read some of the classics but I do feel like sometimes I'm kind of deficient when people bring up just like yeah. reference all these classics. Yeah. I'm like, oh gosh, like I haven't read that. Right. Um, so East of Eden was a book club book. And I remember feeling nervous before starting it because sometimes like I have tried to read some of the classics before mm-hmm. and it's just like hard yeah, to get You almost into. need an English teacher to walk you right. through some of them. Exactly. Yeah. But I just remember opening this book and from the first sentence mm-hmm. being like, oh, this is going to be a great book. And it was, I mean, just like an epic story, like just all these wonderfully developed characters Mm -hmm. and just like a, like a depth of characters. And some of them had some very just kind of darker sides Mm -hmm. that like surprised me as Mm -hmm. if people from other time periods, like couldn't write complex characters in those ways or something. I mean, it just, it just felt so modern to read. And so yeah. I just remember being very surprised and just enjoying it. And it was like, a I really feel like big, that's something book. I really like about good historical fiction even mm-hmm. is just that you tend to paint history in like a, or any like pastime in a very one dimensional yes, way. Like and very so like black if somebody, mm-hmm. yeah, like, Oh, this was happening here. Right. And this is like the geographical thing that was going right. on. And so when somebody isn't, able to like bring that real human yes. side to it, it's just so compelling yes. to me. Yes. Yes. So anyway, I <laughs> loved that. Okay. Um, okay. A next one that I loved was Rules of Civility by Amor. I think it's Towels. Okay. Um, and I've actually reread this one. This is one that I've read in like the last maybe five years. And I've since reread it. And I don't know what it is. It is set in New York 
Mm-hmm. Oh gosh, I want it's like gas. Get Gatsby era, right? I almost mm-hmm. want to say like, yeah, that like 1920s, 1930s, mm-hmm. except the main character is a female. So there almost is something about it that like reminds me of Great Gatsby, which mm-hmm. which is one of the books that I remember from high school, like mm-hmm. being one of those first books, like yeah. discussing and yeah. understanding the symbolism. Book. And so I'm not sure if it's that like, it's the time period, it's the setting. They're just some of the writing, it's not... Um, it's just where you're just like reading along and then a sentence, just the phrasing just like catches you like, mm-hmm. not like in your face, just like in a subtle, subtle. like oh, mm-hmm. where I feel like too, I read also like as a writer. And so yes. sometimes too, I'm yes. just reading like, Oh, I want to write that way. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, um, so I don't know so, something about that one. Um, another one is the glass castle, oh, which man. is a memoir. That book. Oh, I, rec- I would it's recommend like it to anyone. It's like none other as well. It is just, like, yeah. There's just nothing there's like just that book. nothing else like it. There mm-hmm. is no other. I don't even know how to explain it. Yeah, to there's no add. other life story mm-hmm. like it. Mm-hmm. And then the way that she writes about it, once you know what her life story is like, is so incredible yeah. and just stays with you. Really compelling. Like, how do you make a memoir a page turner? Mm-hmm. I don't know, but it is. Yeah. So just loved that. Yeah, I haven't reread that and I, I would reread that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, a few more. Another one, this is a nonfiction that has really stayed with me, and it's The Immortal Life of Henrietta Lacks, which was just so well written. It like so engrossing, and it is about the life of Henrietta Lacks. Um, Okay, I'm going to try to remember this correctly. (laughs) Cells, I believe, from her cervix were taken like during like a doctor's visit, she had cervical cancer were taken, but then without her consent or knowledge used to then create this whole line of like cloned cells that have now, um, this is a true story. This is true story. This is nonfiction, um, that are just commonplace, like in medical research. And, and this woman was African American and, Uh you know, of poor socioeconomic status, all these things. And so, it's written from the perspective of this uh, like journalist kind of investigative reporter who went to learn more just about this story and this woman and her, her remaining relatives. I mean, all these, you know, medical research and pharmaceuticals and all these things are dependent on this woman's cells and her family has not known about it or benefited from it. Mm -hmm. It just like, that's crazy. It's very interesting. I had I have heard of that book and had no clue that's what yes. it was about. Like yes, and, that is and just the the person you know kind of investigating the story. She ends up like you know kind of becoming part of it because she's mm-hmm. going to anyway. Um, yeah, just one of those nonfiction books that you're mm-hmm. just totally dragged into, and then you get this perspective that's like I had no idea mm-hmm. about you know this any topic. of that. Yeah, <laughs> so really great. Okay, a couple more um, in the like fiction genre um one is her fearful symmetry which is by mentioning that yes yes which is by the same author of um the time traveler's wife which is one that i've reread Mm -hmm. several times actually like um years ago i was just like really stuck on that book for a while anyway um her fearful symmetry is like kind of eerie Mm -hmm. mysterious it takes place in london so it's like Mm -hmm. dreary and people are Mm -hmm. drinking tea all the time (laughs) and it's like just eerie and mysterious enough to be super intriguing but not scary so it's like exactly like my sweet spot right um okay i'm gonna go super quick no you're fine um i could do this all day oh my gosh i know (laughs) okay author ann patchett I have loved every single thing that I've read of hers, okay. which includes he is on my Bel Canto, State of Wonder, Patron Saint of Liars are like some of the top ones. Okay. But I just like that is like an aspiring writer role model. I just okay. she tells these amazing stories and great character development, just beautifully written. Um, anyway, uh, and yeah, I think I'm OK, fine. Big, like I just want to go buy all of these I books know, on Kindle. Right I know, now. I know. Um, I was gonna say like life changing magic of tidying up. When you mentioned that, I hadn't had on my life but my mm-hmm. list before, but I would totally agree. I also think that Big Magic. I think about that book mm-hmm. a lot mm-hmm. since I've read it, and I yeah. think I have reread it. So, um, yeah, that that one is staying with me too. Yeah. Uh, 
I know. I just love books. <laughs> okay, so we much. have to move on. Okay. okay. What about reading habits? How do you get your books? What format are you reading in? And when are you reading? Okay. I <clears throat> am a Kindle paperwhite girl. Yep. I, we talked about this on the sleep episode yep. a little bit. I am on my third Kindle. I will keep buying Kindles until they stop making them yep. or until they suck, but they don't yeah. suck. Until I'm it's a big just fan. like in your glasses or whatever. Yes. <laughs> and actually, I feel like Kindle, like, rekindled if you will (laughs) um like a love for reading I have always been a reader but I just feel like through college and like starting career and starting teaching and stuff it was just like ugh, I just felt like that person who didn't have time for reading or want to really and when I got that I remember the first book that I got on there was the Hunger Games and it was at Christmas so I had all this time off and I just like oh it was the most amazing thing because it's so satisfying first of all it's like the first time reading on a Kindle so it was so fun yeah just like physically read on that and like just stay up till all hours and I remember just being able to like go and buy the very next one and just being like yes Yes. like so excited okay I have to share a quick memory about the hunger games when i was reading that book i remember i was taking the light rail into phoenix to like meet meet chris or something after Mm -hmm. work and i missed my light rail stop which is so unlike me i just suddenly looked up and was like where am i so oh gosh that series is amazing too that is another one that probably sticks with me as like i haven't been lost in a series like that in a really long time like since i was a kid so imaginative and just takes you completely away but also very relevant and scarily real to what we have going on in our lives right now (laughs) so (laughs) not to get crazy but (laughs) um so yeah i just i feel like that was like the beginning of me oh, loving reading again so and just awesome. the accessibility and the traveling and then we had moved out here recently so it was like the flying back and forth is yeah. perfect for that so I really yeah. love that so I usually and I actually usually buy them like we've talked about but I have started using overdrive okay. when I'm not inundated with fines yep. from my kids nice. books nice um and borrowing them electronically the part of the hard about that is I'm a fly by the seat of my pants kind yeah. of girl and you got to kind of plan it yep. out like if you have a book right coming up that right. you want to request it you got to request it and I'm like a by now kind of yeah. a girl so it's, it works against my nature yeah, but yeah it is but maybe some of those awesome. like on your syllabus you could request them now totally and have them like, which is part of the reason i made that i'm like go. okay this, smart i know i want to read these right. books so why not just get them going yeah so um yeah so that's pretty much and i almost exclusively read at night before mm-hmm. bed that's just my time okay. now so. it's your reading time mm-hmm. okay um okay so i get uh, 99.9% of my books from the library. Yeah. I love it. I think, and it was like a couple years ago, maybe when we started the podcast, I think that I had like had a goal of like, I'm going to get mm-hmm. all my yeah, books I from the that. library. Yes. And I have. Yeah. I mean, it will be, you know, an, an exception where it's like, it's very intentional that it's like, I've decided that this is a book that I will buy. So, um, but I am having a problem lately because yeah, I just, you know, I do not have as much time as I would like mm-hmm. to read all the books that I would love to mm-hmm. read. And so then I go and I request books from the library, but then, yeah. you know, when they come available, yeah. might not be the time that you're ready to read this nonfiction mm-hmm. book, you know, or like this right. parenting book, or then three books will come at once. Or I've yes. like, I have books coming available on my Kindle at the same time as mm-hmm. I have hardback books arriving mm-hmm. at the library. So I don't know. So that's kind of hard. And mostly I just have to, you know, kind of let go and be like, okay, I, I brought Choose this home. And, I didn't yeah. read it. I'm just going to return it. I'll yeah. have to get it another right. time. So I feel like I've kind of have like, my eyes have been bigger than the time yeah. that I have lately. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I have started for a while. I was reading almost exclusively on my Kindle and I've started to mix back in more hardback books. Okay. I don't know. And it's just kind of yeah, nice. Feels good, mm-hmm. literally. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. feeling good. Um, Let's see. Uh, for me, I fi- let's see. I read sometimes during my lunch break at work. Like mm-hmm. if I'm reading a good book, I just have it with me at all times. So get an hour of reading at my lunch break, which is a really nice way to break up my day um, or before bed. And I just like I have a personal just like rule that I just try to always have a book with me, like either yeah. my Kindle or my book mm-hmm. that I'm reading because and it's whenever I break that rule when I'm like, is oh, when you're like, oh, I have an hour yes, and a half before this have some yeah. random time. And I'm like, yeah. so I'm like, don't break the rule, Kelsey, you know. <laughs> so. Um, oh, and then I also wanted to mention, I think we talked mentioned this a little bit before, but I keep track of my books on Goodreads. 
Okay. So if anyone wants to friend me on Goodreads and see what I'm reading, I, you know, it's probably sometimes I'll go a couple months without updating it, but then I'll like get on there and update it and everything. So, um, just kind of like, kind of like, um, knowing that. Oh, I wanted to ask a quick question though, Mm -hmm. where you get book recommendations. I feel like a lot of blogs or Instagram that I follow and I feel like they'll do like what I'm reading lately or yeah, like that's where I get a lot from book club Mm -hmm. for sure. Mm Mm-hmm. That's another benefit, even for things that we're not reading in book right. club that just maybe you guys have read before books. or yeah, just a lot of, yeah, a lot of talk okay. of like like-minded yeah. people. So. I think mine, mine's the same. And then like podcasts or then sometimes like NPR, if I'm checking down there, New York times or something like that. Mm-hmm. But okay. Let's talk more about just thoughts on book club, being in a book club. I love book club. I know. And book I haven't club. even been in like four or five months, which is. I don't like it. You're, like you're going to get back to it. There I, was we've sickness. There was all of these things. Yeah. So it, it is hard when it just comes come up back. the once yes. a month. Like if something, yes. it just, I've been in those periods too, where it's just like, Oh, it's like something. Yeah. Every second Wednesday of the month. Why? Right. Right. <laughs> so anyway, so I do adore our book club. Um, I have tried unsuccessfully to have book clubs before where people don't actually like to read <laughs> you're like, and then make you feel guilty for reading. <laughs> like, well, I mean, the book club. <laughs> I will gladly give you wine and snacks, but right. could you right. maybe read a little bit? Um, but I think ours is the perfect mix we've talked about before. Yeah. Being, being like, okay, we do read books, right, and we do talk about them. Yes, but we also will talk about parenting, yes. and marriage, yes, and cocktails and nonsense. Yes. Um, and so I really love that that mix. And if you haven't read or mm-hmm. you know whatever, you're still free to join yeah. in. But you're not. They're like, who has time right. to read? <laughs> Everyone has the goal of being a right, reader. Right. Um, so I really like that. I like the mix that it brings. Like, yeah. I feel like it's a very eclectic group of women yes. that, like, may not have found our way to each other otherwise. Yeah. Like, it's just really interesting and some really cool friendships yes. come out of that. Um, I think, yeah, just that, like, even things we don't read, getting the book recommendations mm-hmm. from them, or mm-hmm. it's it kind of brings you back to that whole... Um, you know, English class feeling like yeah. you're like smart and, and, and using this other part of your yeah. brain, especially like staying home with uh-huh. young children can just leave you with a bit of brain freeze mm-hmm. sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like I have not had an adult conversation yes. and I would like to use my brain yes. for something other than feeling about sippy a book and Yeah. So it's just very adult and I mean, I just highly recommend. Oh. And we meet at a bar now, which yes. also, I mean, anytime you can throw a week, it's just weekday cocktail wonderful. in the mix for, for game. It is. So. It is. It is just, it is so wonderful. I just, I have the same, I have the same feeling about our book club. And this year is going to be my, my ninth year in book club. So awesome. Like it was one of my first orders of business of when I moved out yeah. here. I was just like, I've always I I had never been in a book club before and I had been, you know, in school and stuff where you Mm -hmm. don't have time. And I just thought that that sounded like something that like sophisticated adults like are in a book club, (laughs) you know? And I was like, I want to be in a book club. And like perhaps like the ladies in the fifties would like play bridge. Like it's the same kind of thing. That is what ladies do. Exactly. So yeah, (laughs) it is just, it is just wonderful. And yeah, over time, just the friendships that have developed. And now we probably almost have equal parts time of talking about the book and just, mm-hmm. you know, catching up and everything. Mm-hmm. And uh, it is just wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> we're always a little too like fired up when we get home. Yes. We I know. Like we were talking about last time. <laughs> um, okay. Is there anything else that you read regularly besides books like magazines, newspapers, anything like that? Not really. I have gone on a, I feel like no, other than blogs and yeah. online, yeah. like Instagram, mini blogging kind of yeah. stuff. Like, I really haven't gotten magazines in a long time. Mm-hmm. I feel like I would, I miss them mm-hmm. though. There's something about. And so you don't get Sunset magazine. magazine. I don't right now. I just like our subscription right. ran out, and then I just never. I think that I just got my renewal notice, and you know, it's just like I ignore it for a long time mm-hmm. until it's like one year for ten dollars, and yeah. I'm like, yes, <laughs> I will sign I think up I for that. that. I let it go too long. <laughs> I went too far, <laughs> but yeah, I do miss it. Like I read that question in the outline, and I'm like. Oh, yeah, I should. Oh, I feel like I well, should. This is a good little. Yeah. This is a good little thing. So, um, yeah, I get Sunset Magazine. I've gotten that almost since we moved out here, and and really love it. And and usually do kind of read it over, you know, a few days, like cover to cover. Mm-hmm. I don't always read the articles. Lately, they've been having a lot about wine, and I yeah. don't really care that much yeah. about. I mean, I would love to see your recommendations for like 
great bottles of wine for $20 and under, mm-hmm. I don't really want to read too right. much more than I'm that. I'm not like a connoisseur <laughs> no. necessarily. Yeah. Every, maybe two articles per year. But yes. anyway, it's been a little wine heavy lately. <laughs> um, I do read um, the New York Times online. I, I haven't been reading it regularly. I am, I'm trying to be just more informed lately. And mm-hmm. so I am reading it more, but they just have great too, just um, like op-eds and style and mm-hmm. culture and stuff like A that. So yeah, I, I, I okay. like that. And then um, if it's like a special treat, like my indulgence magazine is the New Yorker magazine. Mm-hmm. And that de- like that developed when I was in graduate school and I could take the train into Manhattan it was oh, like an hour and 40 minutes. Very cosmopolitan. Oh, I would feel so sophisticated. <laughs> I would get at the little train station in New Haven. I There was like, you know, a small train station with a couple things. I would get like, like a coffee or hot chocolate from Dunkin' Donuts, which like Dunkin' Donuts wasn't really a thing where yeah. I grew up and they are just like everywhere. It's very East yeah, Coast. So yeah. I would like get this like very thick, frothy hot chocolate and my New Yorker magazine. And oh, I just I loved it. <laughs> You're so like, much. I am so, this Texas yes. girl is so East yes. Coast right yes. now. Yes. So that's like kind of a special indulgent treat that I, that's you know, if, if I'm going to go just like whenever that is sit by a pool or have a play yeah. ride all by myself. Yeah. So awesome. Um, all right, let's move on to obsessions. Okay, I am obsessed with a new album. And it's a new to me ish artist. Okay. Um, the group is called Johnny Swim, okay. and it is a husband and wife Ooh. team, actually. And I can't even quite describe the type of music. Hmm. It is soul and like definitely like an adult alternative feel to it, but with more soul hmm. and a little more grit. Mm-hmm. And I love that. So not folk. A little more Southern. Okay. Yeah. I just no, not folk. More like um, hmm. Ed Sheeran with a wife and more soul. Okay, all right. <laughs> a less white Ed Sheeran okay. is what I'm trying to say. Okay, so I don't even know if that makes sense, but it is just the most lovely, um, the most lovely CD that you could just seriously listen to, like all the way through. Which oh. I feel like I have a hard time finding yeah. ones that I'm not like skipping mm-hmm. around on. Um, and I. I actually first saw them on Fixer Upper, oh, Chip and Joanna Gaines. Okay. They're like friends of theirs. Okay. So they had them perform um, at like one of his birthday parties uh-huh. or one of the silo events uh-huh. or whatever. And so I saw them there. But they were in like the Macy's Day Parade this oh. year. What's um, the name again? Johnny Swim. Okay. And the CD is called Georgia Capone. Okay. And it's just very, just some real awesome lyrics and deep stuff where you're like, oh, yeah. yeah. Like, nice just hits you. So is that you just have it on like in the house or as you're cooking dinner? Yeah, that's a good like cooking dinner one. Mm -hmm. Um, I had it on the other day, like on the way home from a Jeep ride Mm -hmm. when the girls were kind of falling asleep in the back. Just, just good. Nice. Real good. I don't know how to exactly take it. Okay. I mean, I am like, I just don't follow music at all. Like it's just Mm -hmm. not one of my priorities. Mm -hmm. And so I never know. I, I definitely enjoy music, but then I never know what to yeah. listen to because I'm not like actively looking yeah. for it. So I anyway. like forget about music. Yeah. It's one of those things I really do like it and it really affects me, but I forget to be right. like in the know. Right. So when I come across something new that I yeah, like. Yeah, really makes so, a big difference. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, mine is a snack food. Ooh. It is the cocoa glazed almonds from Trader Joe's. I discovered them around the holidays and I like to keep a few snacks stashed in my desk drawer at work. Mm -hmm. I mean, this, this is like, these are some of my just like Kelsey rules, like always have a book, (laughs) always have a snack, like always have a hydro flask. Basically you're prepared for anything. (laughs) Um, So anyway, this has been something that I've been stocking in my desk drawer. So they're roasted almonds and they just have like a very thin coating of kind of like like yeah glazed and then like some cocoa powder on the outside but they're it's like not too sugary sweet okay. like they the sugar is like not that high content right. on them right and so it's like it's not like a chocolate covered almond, right just exactly like it's a, like a light just, yeah, just enough to sort of definitely satisfies yeah. that craving like after lunch or in the afternoon mm-hmm. we're like want something sweet mm-hmm. but then just oh so good all right so anyway that's working I love for your me. Trader Joe's recommendation. Oh, I know. I for was, a place so small, you always find these little gems. I know. Though. And I was like, ooh, I don't think I said anything from Trader Joe's. I did mention the candles 
that we're yes. using from Trader Joe's, but it was just more the like lighting. <laughs> that was an honorable mention, really. Yeah. Not like a, not yeah. The meme. <laughs> um, okay. What about any neighborhood news to share? Okay. <laughs> We've talked about this before, how I cannot get into the next door, our, <laughs> our next, how you made me join next door. So we have a next door neighborhood group that right. Kelsey started. Yeah. I Which is signed online, up for it. Almost like, face, made me. Almost like yeah. Facebook, but it's like mm-hmm. just for your neighborhood. I was stuff. into the idea of yeah, it at first. Sure. You're neighborly. And then, you know, I'm really bad about my emails, so I never Ooh, have yeah. like unsubscribed. So you get but I'm all glad the emails. because sometimes there's a gem in there. <laughs> like this thread. Do you tell me. And it shows up in your email and I'm just like, I mean, these are our neighbors. <laughs> so the oh, name of the wait. thread I- is just terrible smell yes did you see yes. this yes. okay let me and read I you some highlights dear listeners to you. yes okay so to give you a background this is amazing gilbert is, is very we've talked about before very agricultural yes. still it's like right still, right like working on the farms. edge like it is interspersed yes. with the agricultural fields it's still and a farms. very developing town so like you will have a brand new subdivision development right next to a dairy I farm love this so much. literally yes so there is just like an earthy farmy <laughs> smell yep in the air like you just yeah there just is not all the time but certain times a year more than others and yeah just you get Cer- used to it. certain you do. certain times a day certain times a yeah. year it is it can mm-hmm. be pungent okay so <laughs> this guy starts this thread by saying quote we just moved here approximately six months ago we are wondering why it smells so bad outdoors <laughs> some days what this smell is from and will it ever go away oh, <laughs> this gosh. is my favorite part of his complaint we were not informed of this situation <laughs> prior to our purchase. You have a nose, don't you? Like it was somebody's responsibility Ooh, right, to tell him right. as he drove past the farmland that, hey, it might smell like farm sometime. Ooh, this guy. I feel so, sad. I feel this, sad for this guy. So then he said, somewhat re- many responses many were like responses. kind of kind like, oh, yeah, it's this farm on such and such right. crossroads. Yep. There's in general a very developing like right. welcome to Gilbert, right. just kind of how yep. it is. This one one friend says, Arizona Dairy is on this road, been there since 1960 or so. I wouldn't call it a situation. It's just a farm. <laughs> just telling and it other like people it are is. Like, I grew up in Scotland. It reminds me of I growing up. Like, like <laughs> right. po- putting a positive spin yes. on, right? So then he, he rebuts. Oh, let's hear. No, actually, it is a situation. <laughs> we had no idea. Just moved here from Chicago. And I'm just like, like, it's the world's responsibility to right. tell him that it might right. smell like farm. Then other people are recommending realtors that like would be honest oh with him. Gosh. I'm like, I don't think your realtor duped you. No. If you didn't smell it when you bought the house. Yeah. Like, if, perhaps if you say that you're looking in Gilbert, like yes. they assume you've kind of like yeah. done your due diligence. Oh just, <laughs> so then someone else is like, yep, smells like cow farts all the time. <laughs> then your house smells like it. However, you do get used to it, sadly, and this is a great affordable area to live in. So in the grand scheme of things, it's not so bad. I prefer cow farts over high crime rates and poor school districts any day. There you go. Also, like so-and-so said up above, they won't be around forever because he's saying like right. it's developing right. land, whatever. This really is a nice area, and I really hope you grow to love it. Welcome to Arizona. I mean, just it's like this fight about cow poop really <laughs> on our next door page that is amazing and this man just completely acting like the universe has played a trick yes. on him because farm smell we just duped you like the trojan <laughs> horse you here the trojan cow with our fart. palm trees and our sunshine and now your house is gonna smell like a cow fart just like it's who has so time amazing. to write these things it was really it it's kind of so amazing kind of made my day i was like well i'm clicking on I that just, for sure yes i just saw the first one and like just what it was about and i've been meaning to text it to you just over the past <laughs> couple of days so it's so amazing that you found and i did not get that deep into it i oh, did not see all i had that. to keep going oh this one that says yep smells like cow farts all the time has a cow emoji included <laughs> yes <laughs> i love it Okay, so if you are not on your next door group, yeah. you need to get on there. Yeah, there is. You will find out. That is how I got these grapefruit. Yeah, I believe it. Because I just randomly went on our next door and someone was like, free grapefruit. Yeah, I mean, trade off. Free grapefruit sometimes smells like yeah, a cow. Exactly. Welcome to Gilbert. <laughs> Welcome to Gilbert. <laughs> okay, my neighborhood news is not 
as exciting and hilarious, but only just that. Um, I have now had like on three different occasions where I have seen or neighbors have seen me on the highway. It's like our little neighborhood, like all has the same commute. <laughs> well, we are very close to like a main right. community highway. Yes, so. we're very close yeah. to a highway, but it's just so funny. Like one time I was on my way home and just a neighbor down the street. It's not like a super, um, you know, memorable car right. or like anything but I just kind of recognize it because it's always parked outside and it's right next to where the park is mm-hmm. and I just remember like hmm, like that looks kind of familiar and I kind of remember memorized like enough of the license plate and like then the next time we went to the park I was like yep that was the same car <laughs> and then I've definitely seen another neighbor they have um their like business sticker or logo is on the side of their car oh, okay I've definitely seen them driving on the highway before yeah. and then another neighbor had come by to just like say hi to the boys. And then he was like, oh, got to check one thing. And he went to the back of our car. It was parked on the street to look at the license plate. And he was like, yep, I saw you on the highway. (laughs) Isn't it like awkward too? It's kind of like when you run into your teachers in the grocery store, like, oh, Oh, hey, neighbor, yeah. you're not in the neighborhood, right. though. What are you doing right. here? Exactly. Uh, I don't know. Do we stop you drive and chat? on the highway, too? That's weird. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. I mean, it's just like this little neighborhood commute down down the highway. So, <laughs> All right. I think that wraps it up. All right. I mean, we. I think we did pretty good, like, not talking for too, too yeah. long about yeah. books. So, okay, good, good job. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, so, yeah, just to wrap it up, uh, thank you so much for all of your iTunes reviews. Seriously, they make our day you guys are saying the nicest things it warms our hearts and yeah it it just it means so much to us and it does a lot to promote the show so thank you so so much um you can connect with us between episodes on instagram we're hi girls next door or on facebook just search for girl next door podcast um and you know we have been we get emails from listeners and we love to hear from new listeners some of you find our show and then go back and listen to all of our archives and yes. oh my gosh i'm like oh first yes. of all i'm sorry i don't I know. know what we salute were to about you that. that is a lot of hours of kelsey <laughs> and a lot Erica. of hours of kelsey. <laughs> but that is that is amazing we are just like <laughs> floored when anyone sends us that email yes. so thank you so so much and you can always find all of our show notes where we'll be linking all the books that we talked about mm-hmm. at girlnextdoorpodcast.com. Thanks so much for dropping in. Until next time, be neighborly. <laughs> Surprise, you're up. Drinking the don't, last step of my Don't cocktail. try to drink your cocktail. <laughs> I was like, oh, my turn. <laughs> yeah, you didn't you didn't know what I was gonna do. Didn't know where I was going. <laughs>